Welcome to the Partnernomics Show, where industry thought leaders discuss the hottest topics in partnerships, ecosystems, and innovation. The Partnernomics Show is brought to you by Iolite Solutions, a product incubator specific to Salesforce. Now here's the host of the Partnernomics Show, Mark Brigman. Welcome back to another episode of the Partnernomics Show. We have another exciting uh, episode set up for you today, and I am joined by Mr. Michael Gambach from Adobe. Michael, how are you doing, sir? You're joining us from the from the other side of the world. I appreciate uh, appreciate your time. Uh, thank Mark for having me. Yeah, I'm from Munich, uh, north of Munich, very close to a lovely river, which I run every second morning. Um, it's a very nice environment, and um, yeah, great to be here. So, Michael, we finally get a chance to meet. Uh, you've been a, a learner on our platform for a number of months, and we appreciate that. But uh, Michael is the principal partner manager at Adobe Video. As just uh, explained to Michael, we are huge fans and customers of, of Adobe and all the great tools that they have, and it certainly makes our life more enjoyable. So it's a real pleasure, real treat to, to get an opportunity to uh, you know speak with you in this episode. Yeah, thanks for using our product. Um, as a, I mean, your, your videos are great. Uh, using I need to drop it. Correct Animator, one of our super amazing fun tools. So everyone who has access to Creative Cloud has also access to Correct Animator, and you should give it a try at a birthday party or a kid's birthday or whatever. It's so much fun. It's really it lovely. is. It is such a fun tool. Michael, yeah. um, I'd love to just kind of kick this off with having you describe a little bit of your, your background and, and your career. And yeah. Uh, yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I'm way too long working in broadcasting video. Um, I started, I think, 94, so almost 30 years now. Um, mostly in my starting career was sales, technical sales uh, driven. Then I moved over a little bit into management. So I was actually a production manager. I, I planned big broadcast stations. I worked with big TV shows um, that they get published uh, and produced. I was running one of the biggest post-production facility in, in Germany uh, for a year, which helps me to realize I don't wanna be a people manager. I want to work with people, but don't manage them too. It, it was just not me, to be honest. Maybe I'm getting older, maybe it's not different, but um, I really didn't enjoy it. Um, I worked for software companies and enterprises, uh, but almost everything I did was around video and broadcast. I worked for several companies with Oscars winning. Um, Adobe now has three technical Oscars, Photoshop, After Effects, and uh, our 3D folks. Um, so uh, yeah. And in the industry, I would call myself, I know a little bit about it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Michael. So I'm going to go ahead and fire up the stopwatch here and launch away at the first question. That is, um, how does product development and partnerships intersect? Uh, so I know that you do a lot, of, you know, in the big grand scheme of partnerships, a lot of them are, uh, you know, channel or transactional focused, all centered around how can we sell more? How can we, you know, kind of take care of clients and remove friction from the purchasing process? But then there's another subset of partnerships, which is centered around solutions and product building and developing those relationships. Um, and in most of those cases, those partnering professionals work with product, work with a product organization. 
explain to us kind of like, what does that look like in your career? What does it look like at, a, at Adobe and kind of a, a day in the life of Michael? Yeah, um, so uh, thanks for the question. Um, our partner work that I'm part of is actually reporting into product management. So we are not part of the go-to-market or the sales organization, uh, but there are other partner programs within Adobe that are part of the channel uh, of challenge sales and, and, and the sales motion or marketing or whatever. But our org is mostly focusing around the product org. And the, that means that we got measured by the same drivers, the same KPIs, the same goals than the product org. And they are very naturally stuff like make sure the product is stable, which is a partner play because you work with partners to make the product more reliable of your partners, uh, NVIDIA, GPU partners, et cetera, et cetera. On the other side, you're also looking into what are the product gaps we have, or maybe Adobe is a, con, you know, is a standard software used by millions of users, but of course there are use cases that we can't fulfill. And as a, a product organization, you need to make cuts about different use cases for the better of the bigger part of the user. Because of course you can add thousands of different buttons into a single app, maybe get a little bit overwhelmed for the, for the end user if there are too many things they could choose or doing. And that's why partnership is important for extending the use cases. And that is a typical, I would say, product management play. Um, so you need to plan from the start how you can work with partners, how you can extend your own product into new use cases, and what kind of user could this other users actually reach um, there could be a new type of user, which could be growth, which then extend the, the reach on the sales side. It could be maybe just product gaps protecting us from competitors, because maybe a partner allows us to have a certain workflow that helps the customer in a way that they don't want to move away from a platform. Um, also important when you partner with someone, and I love this sentence, uh, a healthy ecosystem is... Um, protecting us against competitive uh, disruptors. And because an ecosystem is not easy to exchange. An ecosystem is a complex solution that fits the customer needs. And so we, at least in my career, I also yeah. worked supporting product. And really in those cases, uh, obviously, we were working closely with partners. In a lot of ways, I would see our partners as our customer. But then also, I would imagine even inside of your organization, you probably view uh, your product development team as your customer. And you guys work closely together. And, and as you look at the landscape and are working with partners to try to help the product team build as, as strong of a product as possible. Is, is that uh, kind of the way that you view your role as a partnering professional inside of Adobe? Yes. So we are influencer for the product team. We want to make sure that the product team uh, can focus on the most important stuff that they have currently identified as, as uh, what they want to do. And everything else is an opportunity to include partners um, to building up a complementary solution or filling in product gaps. So in my role, I need to have a very deep understanding 
what are the users and customer needs are, as also what our product team's plans or where we see product gaps. And then we try to fill the gaps. So this is one part. Another part is you need to also understand what are what what your competitors are offering. And there's not, and normally there's never a one-to-one -one comparison. There is some overlap. And then you need to understand what makes them a complete solution versus your own solution. And then you need to fill these gaps in the workflow. So more likely a workflow completion or a solution completion that you need to, to find partners to, uh, to, to partner and then also to build a, a, a holistic, seamless, feel like it's one solution for the customer because yeah. the customer hates finger pointing. They, they, they hate when someone is saying, this is the other one's problem, not ours. Uh, they want to have a solution. Yeah, just that, that relationship that you have with uh, the, the product management team and playing offense and defense kind of at, at the same time to build the best solution for the, the customer. Being customer-centric is a word that you used before we, we flip the cameras on, but uh, so important, so critical. Uh, let's go ahead and flip over to question number two, and that is... Uh, Describe the solutions partnership programs that, that you help lead. Um, what do some of those uh, partners look like? And then what do some of your engagements look like? Yeah. So when it, it, it comes from a point where customer asking for more services, they ask for, we need someone who's coming in and helping us during the session. We need someone who's helping us moving into the cloud, maybe AWS or Azure. We need someone who's helping and um, making a decision about a, a very essential part of broadcast, our media asset management system, very big ERP type style uh, management system of the whole media workflow they have. And they need help in this area. Um, Adobe has a very open platform. So we fit in all of this with our partners, but each single technology partner is normally going in and of course, try to build their own solution. And we discovered it's maybe good that we have someone in between and these are the solution partners. And the program that I built is built on the idea, what are the values for the customer, uh, uh, a system integrator, actually the solution partner program is a system integrator program and add as a, as a value to the customer when we join forces. And um, that is really that the motion that we have is they are delivering value at services. So they delivering on top support for the whole solution. So not only for Adobe Premiere Pro or only um, HP computer or only this. So they, they deliver support for the whole solution. They do consulting, which means they're going deeply in, they help with change management, they help with implementation of, of complex system, um, and you just imagine when, when you're working with this big broadcast organization, they don't stop producing daily news. So it's always like a heart surgery. The patient needs to live and you are doing stuff around it. So that's why it's important to understand the complexity and they need to be native in, 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 in the terms and the, in, in the customer needs. Uh, which is a, a, actually a very special breed of system integrator. It's not the classic software system integrators that, that the industry knows. It's really video broadcast system integrators. And last but not least, and this is new to the industry because in the past, we, you know, several years ago, everyone was still, still wiring cable. 
um, SDI cable, video cable, from one room to another. And then there was uh, maybe you know a switcher in between. Now everything is IP, everything is cloud, and everything is more software. So instead of connecting wires, they need to build software integration. So I, I looked very clear on partners that can deliver these values to the customer support. Consulting, I think this is a, a fast growing area in this, in this uh, and these days, and also software integration. So they need to have the ability to write connectors, agents, orchestration platforms, uh, et cetera. So Michael, whenever you, know, you have a client that comes to you, they have uh, a use case, a challenge that they're trying to solve for, um, and then you have to think of partners that could potentially solve that. Is it one of those cases where you have to go out and research and hunt, or is are, are the potential partners typically laid out for you just because you you know of them in the industry, or maybe your partner network or your customers know what the solution may be, and then you engage those companies to, to bring them in? It's both. Yeah. So a very short answer is both. I think if you, if you focus only on one, you're actually losing the whole picture because innovation is driven by need and also delivery. Um, a good example is I was contacted no, actually, I contacted the company that built an AI who was discovering gender in a video. So they can give you back how many male, how many female are there based on language, on face, on, you know, and, and a lot of different parameters. Um, and that was something that I, I never thought about. So this, and now we worked with them and another partner to integrate this into Premiere Pro. So... Every Premiere Pro user can now just push a button and they got feedback. Uh, you know, this video has male over presence of 80%, which is very common in our industry anyhow. But when, you know, this is uh, uh, something that I really like because it's, it's driving impact. On the other side, there's maybe a use case where we are, we, we know from customers because as Adobe, you, you hear a lot of requests. Why are you guys not doing this? Or why are you guys not doing this? Or why are you guys not doing this? But to be successful, you need to be focused on what you do best. And we are good in delivering the best user experience for the creatives and not maybe building up an enterprise plus, uh, plus, plus a workflow stream engine, automate into whatever. And that's why we're looking for partners that can fulfill this. I, they are not actually edge cases. But we need to focus on the 70% and make this the best experience. And the 30% of use cases, we're handing over to specialized partners. I love that. We, we have a saying at Partnernomics, if partnering is a core competency, then anything can be a core competency. Because you can go find those experts that can service that additional 30% that you want to put into your solution yeah. set and be able to provide world-class solutions to your partners. Yeah. I was just coming up a show and I have goosebumps still thinking about this. I love the industry. I love the people there. And it was so amazing to, I had two or three ideas that I wanted actually, me as Adobe pitching to partners for disruptive workflows. 
where I think the market could be ready to doing this, but I can't deliver this. So I, I had this kind of vision uh, and user story, and I pitched it to several partners and hooray, everyone is just saying, oh my God, this is, this is a changer. This is a game changer. This really opened up this new opportunity. This is helping our customer in a way that we never thought about because by the end of the day, everyone is in its own, own silo, you know? And it, I think this is important for partners or partner managers, try to break down these silos. And there is some, some very nice candy on the other side of the silo that can help drive your business if you if you find it. And I just love the the world that you live in and solutions partnerships and a lot of the the background that I have is just centered around innovation and working with other organizations to bring uh, these these new capabilities into our product set, whatever it is, whether it's telecommunications or it's you know it's video software packages, but you mentioned like you know, facial recognition and other um, you know artificial intelligence tools that could be used to glean additional insights and just to make the solutions better and stronger for clients. Talk to us a little bit about uh, innovation. Oh my God, um, the one reason why I work for Adobe is actually innovation. Um, I have the honor to work with some of the most clever persons that I ever met. There are not from this planet. There are think tank aliens, whatever, you know, they are amazing. And working with them is, is first of all, so much fun. And it's always learning. So you will never stop learning. And that's something I really appreciate. I, I'm, I'm being honored to supporting them, which means I'm allowed to giving them the business perspective the market perspective, helping them with the customer perspective or how the ecosystem actually is working, who is who is doing what in the industry. You know, these are these guys and they're mostly doing this and that's their business. And if you want to help them building a better solution, we need to understand how they make money and why they make money and how we can supporting this, uh, this kind of uh, thing that I'm doing all the time. Um, innovation for me is also, I'm, I'm Adobe super passionate about creativity for all. Um, that is our mantra. That is something we want. This is the business we want to do. This is the future that we, we're focusing on. And creativity for all is not only, hey, we want to do a product that everyone wants to be creative. It also means a lot of enablement and access and, and et cetera. And one, one innovative thing of one thing that I think innovation is driving is uh, usability, which is not maybe when you're thinking about the first thing that you thought, but technology and innovation is helping more people to tell a story. I mean, just all the AI stuff that the kids are now using, all the filters and everything, that, that wasn't possible a long time ago. Even if they're good or not good, that, that's not the question, but just this idea of, you know, oh, they can play around, they can be creative, they can change the color of the hair or whatever, you know, um, that, that is something that is great. Um, when we, these days, or especially, I would say, this year, um, uh, generative IA is a, is, a, is a super important thing. And uh, Adobe also, right before um, uh, NAB, we also released uh, Adobe Firefly. Um, Adobe has their own lab and we're working with AI for decades now. Actually, I think since 30 years or more, we have thousands of patents in this area and it's um, always a driver of 
a lot of fun and, and innovation. So yeah, I feel like a, I'm being part of this, even if I'm not an engineer and I'm allowed to be the fly on the wall and listening and learning. And uh, sometimes the fly is flying around and say, this is not the right direction because the market is somewhere else or this kind of thing. So that, that is fun, yeah. Um, but also for innovation is for me also to, to partnering is innovation because you build something that wasn't there before. Yeah. So yeah, no question. That's, no question. That's um, my passion when they think about oh. partnership is yeah, let's innovate something together and then people are excited. That's it. That's the thing about partnerships is you're no longer limited by your own resources or knowledge inside of your own company walls. Yes. You get to cheat. You get to go to other organizations and utilize their assets and knowledge and uh, those capabilities. But let me uh, hit you with the next question, Michael, and that is working with systems integrators or global systems integrators. Uh, what's maybe some some lessons learned, some success practices that you could share with other partnering professionals as uh, kind of some good practices in that area? That's that's actually a very big challenge. And the reason is mostly you need to understand what their what is the, what's what's in their mind and how they earn money. So you really need to understand the business and their strategy. And when you're understanding this, it's also important to understand how they want to execute on, on, on the strategy. And when you're not fit in, even if on the highest management, everyone is saying, yes, let's do this. And we are big partners and we've developed a solution, et cetera, et cetera. As long as you're not going in a way that you execute with the field teams against this, then it's, 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 it's a tough play, to be honest. And the, the reason is not, they, not because they don't like, because system integrators are driven by vendors, by customer projects, and they need to deliver against this. And then you need to have a solution which is for them easy and known so they can apply it. And that needs experience, trust, success, um, and, and more. So it's, it's an investment, but when it's running, it's it's running on its own because then things happening without you even thinking about this they scale your business um and i think this is very important to understand so system migrator is a different play than technology partners because you need to follow their motion and you need to understand their goals and direction and strategies uh, so within our area within broadcast the typical box selling system integrator in the past is disappearing more and more. And now everyone is doing something with cloud and they're looking to the hyperscaler, you know, the AWS or the Azure or whatever. Um, but they, you still need to have the creative solution and the understanding of the creative solution. And so they try to working in this area and it's new for everyone. Uh, we all know it's a big opportunity and there's a lot of gaps. How you deploy and can you auto deploy and you log in or not there's a lot of you know technology that that needs to be mastered um and if you follow their their own motion then you will be successful but you need to understand the motion you really need to what what they are hunting for are they hunting to increase their service and earnings then you need to address it with their earnings they want to increase margin how are you addressing margin if they try only do margin um or they only want to do consulting or, you know, this is, you need to understand where they want to go. 
it's really understanding their strategy, their direction, their goals, where they're at. And it could probably even shift, uh, you know, over time, over yes. years of what their focus is. Yeah. But instead of expecting them to understand and adopt or whatever you have, what I hear you saying is it's it's actually the the opposite of that. Understand their motion, what they're trying to do, what their goals are, yeah. and position yourself to go on to onto their lanes. And you need to have a clear understanding of your own value for them. So and if you not deliver enough value for them, you need to increase the value through technology partners. So you build in a solution they like or the customer like. So you package stuff together to drive more value. So this is there's different strategies. And to be honest, I'm still find out. Um, it's it's partly working extremely successful and partly working not at all. Um, but that's good. It's learning, and then you adapt. Well, it seems like the the target is always moving because technology is always moving, business is always moving, the world's always yeah. moving, right? We always talk about making the easy button bigger. You might even have an easy button, but that easy button needs to continue to expand because customers are going to demand more and more and more. Yeah, yeah. I mean, interesting in these days is really, which is an opportunity. Everyone needs to focus on what they do best. So customer now, especially now, in the past, they all had their own engineering departments. Why I need a system integrator if I have my own engineering departments? I want them to be busy. But nowadays, it's really about let's make sure we do what we do the best and have the best customer connection, with, which is then, you know, having, you know, a content platform or the right marketing, et cetera, et cetera. So then they're investing in this. Everything else is a little bit outsourcing. So what I see in a moment is kind of where our industry is going through the what, what is called the post-ERP decade. So you have this big monolithic SAP whatever system. And then at a certain point, it breaks down a little bit and everything opens up and you get more connection and integration and more specialized systems. And I think this is happening now also in broadcast. Yeah. A lot of Michael, consulting need. Last question for you. And that is kind of a, the last question was a good segue into that. And that is uh, co-selling. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about working with partners to deliver and, and sell solutions into end customers. Yeah, Adobe's business is mostly direct. So it really means we have direct engagements with the customer maybe for three, for seven years. And if someone is coming in and maybe increasing the numbers of Adobe seats with that customer, we don't really able to connect this to what we're seeing on our bookings. If a big company like Disney, they have a huge amount of companies, and a huge amount of Adobe seeds, and someone is maybe going in and deliver a project with Disney, we might never see this because we don't know where this big corporate's actually using their, their, their purchase licensing. So my challenge is always how I'm able to measure the impact to my management that partner can drive. Why is this important for co-selling? Um, if I wanna have a co-selling program, where we are able to say they're doing a deal registration and then they get some payout or whatever. The question is always, what's the impact? Um, and so that's something that I'm working on. But meanwhile, I try to find a motivation for the partner why it's so good to work with Adobe. And that's coming from the other, what I call the, the life cycle of, of partnership, 
So if I can help them to innovate something, because we're delivering together a very innovative solution or I help them to build a better solution for the customer, it's already adding value to them. Or I help them to with co-marketing, which is easy because we are doing customer interviews or you know, Adobe is a very big, strong brand. So that's something I can bring to the table. But when they're asking, can I get another 2% of, of discount? It's, it's tough because the customer has a contract with us already. Um, which most customers have somehow created cloud or, or Adobe contracts already. So yeah, th this is my challenging part, but, but also very, I think it's, it's exciting because you're looking into new different solutions. And again, if you are able to drive value for the partner, um, there's not a single partner that don't want to work with you. And uh, just an example, we have over 400 technology partners and we have a very big impact on their business because thanks to the Adobe integration, they reach market potential they didn't have before. And in some cases, an integration into Adobe is, uh, you know, like a must have to participate in certain tenders or certain projects. Yeah, just reflecting back on this conversation with you and how many times we've used the word value, you know, and value know. <laughs> comes through so much, right? End users want value, partners want value. Obviously, we want we want yeah. values in this, but uh, you know, it's discounting is one way, kind of the obvious way for value. But I always like going the other direction. What can we do to provide more features, more functionality, better co-marketing, a better together, uh, a roadmap of new functionality that comes in? Let value come from growth, not from you know discounting and kind of cutting back. But I, I love that approach. Yeah, yeah. And it's, again, there's a big part which I love, which is innovating. So that, that, that is important. Yeah, and I think as a partner manager, there, it's not easy to learn because you need to have a lot of things before you actually start. You need to understand the user, you need to understand the partners, and you need to understand what's important for your own company. Uh, the values, again, for customer, partner, and your own company. Yeah. Um, so you need to have some market expertise somehow um, or making sure you understand how to make money and why. Michael, thank you so much for your time. It's been great to uh, chat with you. Thanks for sharing your insights. And uh, man, keep up the good work uh, there at Adobe Video, man. You guys are doing some awesome stuff. So we, we love your tools, like I said. So keep up the good work. We're depending on you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and last word, if you didn't try it, uh, uh, try to get access to Adobe Firefly. Okay. The new generative AI, it's, there's a lot of fun. Yeah, we definitely will. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Partnernomics Show. Don't forget to subscribe to get the newest episodes at thepartnernomicsshow.com. Special thanks to our sponsors, Iolite. To learn more about Iolite, visit iolitepro.com. And Partnernomics, the science of partnering. To learn more about the suite of Partnernomics courses, coaching programs, and consulting services, visit partnernomics.com. See you on the next episode.